Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fighting with the Boys. My name is Jack, and I am here with my co-host Remo. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, let's get into it, guys. Um, so last week's fight card was UFC Fight Night: Vicente Luque versus um, Rafael dos Anjos. We had such a. I just had a terrible night that night. Um, oh yeah, this was arguably our worst. Mine was thirty-eight percent. Yours was higher. It was still like fifty-five, but it was like, no, yeah, it was, it was still lower than usually what we we call for. Um, do you want? To, I don't really want to talk about any of the prelims. Um, just because we've got mm, yeah. UFC two ninety two yeah, to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Um, nothing like past. Okay, so, <clears throat> um, Josh Frem versus Jamie Pickett pretty much went exactly how I expected it to go. Jamie Pickett is just it's very okay. Josh Frem is a pretty good fighter. Um, but Dude, again, Jamie it was Pickett's like thirteen and ten. It's bad. I don't know how he hasn't been cut. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he does get cut after this. To be honest, too. No. Um. He's just a very okay fighter, man. Yeah. I just think that mm-hmm. he'd do way better on like a regional scene. He he needs to he needs to find his mojo or whatever it is that needs to motivate him to do better. I feel like he's not improving. That's what it really is. No, I feel like he's like getting a, worse. Because the first time I ever saw him, I didn't think he was that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You may be right on that. Yeah. Because I think Friend, it was they... Kyle Dawkins that I thought. Wait, no, that was round one. What no, was no, it? after that, Kyle Dawkins. Yeah, it was so just he beat Humpen. one. He was in a one-two go down. It's a two-five. Oh yeah, he won in a contender series and lost and lost and won and won. I don't know, man. I just I I haven't seen anything like that. I'm like, oh my god, you know, it's freaking amazing. Like I haven't seen anything that shows me that he's improving at all, which is yep. kind of like a bad sign for a fighter, you know? Yeah, no. I, in my yeah. opinion, I think he's getting he's getting worse. Yeah. Um, all right, next fight we had was AJ Dobson versus Stefan Njoku. That was just so bad, dude. It was just not like it was. It was uh, I feel like fight. AJ Dobson was so worried worried about um getting knocked out, and then Njoku was just like worried about gassing out. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I feel like they were both like not pulling the trigger, and they were I just like, like pop shotting each other. So Njoku. Uh, that's what I said. Njoku. I said oh. Njoku earlier, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's Njoku. He was uh he's very trigger shy. Yeah. Very gun shy on that one. And I think it's the same thing. I think he was very, like, you know, he was just yeah. didn't want to gas out. Yeah. Which, understandably, but yeah. there's a certain level where it's like, I understand not wanting to gas out in the first round, yeah. but, like, you only have three rounds total. Like, you need to be smart about your energy, but yeah. also realize that you have to do enough to win the fight. You yeah. know what I mean? And also, like, AJ Dobson, I feel like he could have done more. All he needed to do was put out a little bit more combinations and he would have had yeah, them. Like, but he, he won, put so more. it doesn't matter. No, I know, but it's just, like, give me more. Like, I don't, like, you pop shot him, sure. it doesn't help you throwing I mean, one it did because it got no win you know I understand what you're saying I'm just saying there's no reason to even complain about it because he, he got it he did clearly he did enough to the judge's eyes to win that fight I hate you as a fan I understand I you, you. want to see him do more because no. you want to see him do... no I want to see him do more as a fan it's just that then what are you bitching about what are you complaining it's just, about right now? It's, it's one of those things to where you need to as a fighter you, you need to show improvement in a sense you know like I don't know if he's improved like to me like right now if you told me if you put AJ Dobson against uh, Jamie Pickett, like they're exactly the same fucking fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're yeah, exactly the same that. fighter. Even though you know AJ Dobson is better, you know he's a better fighter. But if you were look, if you would look at him like um um if you look at him on these fights, you're like, oh, they're exactly the same fighter. Yeah, they're interchangeable I mean? for sure. So it's just it's just like okay, cool. Like I need to see a visual improvement. Like I don't I I can't mm-hmm. I can't take you in the next fight off of this one. 
Mm-hmm. I kept saying, you know what? Oh, he's winning this fight. Next yeah, fight, with definitely. Same thing with Josh Fram. He won the fight, but I'm not like, yeah, I'm going to take Josh Fram in the next fight. No. Like, I'm still questioning whether you're going to win that fight or not. Well, it just comes you know? down to that question of like, okay, did you did you actually win that fight or was your opponent just not good? You know what I mean? It's like uh, Josh exactly. Brum, it's like, exactly. I can't really say like, oh, that was a big victory for him. Exactly. Because Jamie Pick is just not That's exactly what I'm trying to say. You, yeah. you get, and it's not good for you also as a fighter. Because huh. when you, let's say that was your last final contract, like the UFC is not gonna be like, hey, let me give you some more money because you look better. Like, uh, I don't know yeah. if I want you in my roster right now yeah. at all. Because there's other there's, exciting fighters out yeah, there. Yeah, there's other better fighters out there that I could put sure. up. You know, so that's what I'm saying. No, I get it. Yeah. All right. Next one we had was Yasmin Lucindo versus Pollyanna Viana. That was a banger. Uh, Viana, I like it. Um, man, Pollyanna looked like doo doo in this fight. Man, she did not look good. Um, I, I I never thought I never was I was never really high on her like high high. I feel that she had improved, but yeah, I did too. It's just, it's I think I think Paul Felder had talked about it. There were some fighters that sometimes, and we might have talked about it last time, to where some fighters just fall in love with the striking, even though their grappling is their like bread and butter. Yeah. So they forget to do that. It's like how you said they they have one or two fights where they do really well at striking, and they're like, "This is my thing now. Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do." Yeah, I like. And you're just like, no, just stick. To it. It's okay to improve yeah. it. Let that be just, your plan B. Yeah, exactly. Like if the if the ground game's not working, and your stand up game is better than whoever you're facing, yeah. good, stand them up. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, yeah. And, and then Jasmine was like, oh, cool story. Let me take you to the ground and let show you what I got. She just claps, bro. <laughs> it was disgusting. When she took her down, I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Did, did she just just take her down and like and just I was like, oh, she's like really just smashing. And dude, but I honestly though, when she landed, like remember we were watching and she landed like a right hook, and it was like, oh, Vienna was never the same after that. Because remember, because she she landed like no, a right yeah, hook or something, that. and he was like hurt, and then it just no, felt like she, she was just recovered. like never recovered from it, and then she went down and was able to submit her. I was telling you this when we were watching the fights together that like uh, Luciano um, gives me very much like Jessica Andrade kind of vibes. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think she's gonna be. She's like a little she's tank. Real dangerous for 115. Yeah, she was. She she's, had the shorter reach too, and she kept landing on those dudes. She's she was currently like, the youngest fighter in the UFC. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, youngest female fighter in the UFC. How many times did they say that on the on the, on the broadcast? Dude, I could have sworn oh, you were yeah. like they kept saying that. It, it was over like, and over and over and over. It was like <laughs> every other thing. You started. I was like, what? what? Well, I was just so surprised that like 21 was the youngest, or so. I mean, Paige VanZant was the youngest at 20, mm-hmm. and I was just so surprised because like you know. What's his name? Got in at seventeen. I thought maybe at least we'd have a girl that was like nineteen or yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised by that. But yeah, she's currently the youngest one in there. They, yeah, they said it over and over and over again. Dude, it was hilarious. She's fun to watch, bro. She's yeah, a she's good. But we, um, I think she'll be really dangerous for one fifteen. I've we've watched all her fights and we've I've liked her the whole time. Yeah. Um. She she like I said she has looked better each fight. Like I didn't mm. know her 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 uh her takedown game was like that or her, uh, her defense was that good. Mm. It was really surprising. She surprised me. She looked good. And she's yeah. just fun to watch, too. Yeah. She's a real, real gamer. Pollyanna, though, just needs to... I don't know. I just don't... I don't even know for her, man. No. She's just... It, I thought she was getting better, too, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, But really good performance from Yasmin, though. Yeah. Um, really good. Happy about right. that. So next fight we had was Khalil Roundtree versus Kyle Dawkins. Uh, Chris Dawkins, excuse me. Not Kyle yeah. Dawkins. Um, and man, Khalil just put him out, Clap. bro. He he just shut the power off. And it just had I mean, this. I'm talking it's about like, like one punch too. He looks so crisp right now. Like Khalil, so patient. He's patient. 
Like he's worked very on everything calculated. he needs to work on. Yes, very calculated. And I think he should get give him an event. Give him an event. Like on a fight night. Yeah. Give him someone in the top, top he want, ten. He wants that. He, he called for a five rounder. Six to event. ten. Give her, give him a five rounder. I, mean, I think he can give him more than that. But you I know? agree. He asked. He said, "I want my first five rounder, my, my first main event." And I think I think he's earned it. I think yeah. he, I think he's an exciting enough fighter uh, that he deserves it. And I think that he's a good enough fighter that it would be fun to watch. You know what I mean? I think yeah. he's a good, and I would love to see him. I mean, it's not necessarily whether you give him five rounds or three. It's going to basically just depend on when he when he hits his opponent and they go to sleep. <laughs> I'd love to see him was, fight more than round like what was it? He was one round, round one. Yeah. Um, Chris Dawkins. I would love to see him go to a war. You know. He went out like night night. Like he yeah. hit him so hard he was looking the the other way. So it was a straight left. Yeah. He, was, he hit him so hard he just like not went, a hook, not he just looked, straight, yep. He looked, he looked the other oh, way. He was out, dude. And then his oh, head bounced oh, off I the canvas. About that. Yeah, yeah. They should have stopped it earlier than that, but his head bounced off the canvas and then he immediately grabbed it. Yeah. And then um uh, he landed one more Khalil, yeah, got one or two. Yeah. It, yeah. And then they then they called it. Yeah. I'm happy about Khalil Roundtree though. I saw him since he was in the ultimate fighter. I really enjoyed him there. I love his story, and he's just a good guy, man. Um, I hope that you know he he keeps improving, and you know they give him the main event and see and shows he that he can it. actually he could actually like stand with the big boys, you know. Yeah, no, he deserves it. He's a fun guy to watch too. Mm-hmm. Um, man, he's shredded though, yeah. dude. He yep. is shredded. Yep. And can you believe he was over two hundred pounds at one point? I mean, I can believe it because he looks big. Yeah. Like he looks like he could be even bigger than that. Like yeah. it's crazy. It was bad, dude. Uh, this next one was stupid controversial. Um, we had Cub Swanson versus, excuse me, Cub Swanson versus Hakeem Dawudu. Uh, Dawudu? Is it Dawudu or Dawudu? Dawudu. Dawudu. Um, I, I think many people believe that Hakeem won. Cub Swanson even said he thought Hakeem won. But Cub Swanson came out with the, um, the win. All three judges gave him the win, which is insane. I thought at least if he won, it would be a split decision. I don't know. I, I just, um, I don't know, man. Um, I think Cubs should have retired. Win or lose, I think he should have just retired. Yeah, there. yeah. I, I feel like I agree with you on that one. I feel like I don't think any, I want to see Cubs Swanson go in there anymore <laughs> and get hit anymore. Um, he won this fight. It was semi-controversial. Some people were like, eh. Not even semi-controversial. It was controversial. Yeah, could have gone any way. But I'm like, this is the best way you go out. On a win, and I don't think he can't be fighting contenders like this anymore, man. Like mm. he's still a gamer, and I get it, but I don't want to see some of my favorite fighters just get these this, you know, these brain injuries or something yeah. like that. Because you know, Cub Swanson hasn't been finished, you know, uh, yeah. but it's uh, he doesn't need to take any more damage, man. He has a family, a yeah. wife, three kids, kids, and yeah. beautiful family, and. You know, I just, that just could enjoy have been, your time, man. That could have been the perfect time for him to yeah. retire because realistically, you don't that want was to take a fight. the Korean zombie route. Well, it's not even that. It's <laughs> it's it, that would have been the perfect time to retire because he really was handed a gift of a win. It was in front of his three children. Like yeah. it could have been the perfect, like you know what, and this is it. Like this is where I end it. This is going to be it for me. Yep. Especially because he's only going to get a harder fight than Hakeem. Yep. And Hakeem, for the most part, beat the brakes out of him in this fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget the guy's name, but he suggested that he fight Nate Landwehr. No, and I would like, dude, no. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to see That's that. Another battle. I don't. I don't want to see that because I know he'd lose that one, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So I would have loved win or lose. I would have loved to see Cub Swanson retire, but that yeah. would have just been the perfect storybook. There's nothing else to prove him. <clears throat> yeah. No. Definitely. Um. <clears throat> but you know, I think everyone feels this way, or it's not. 
excuse me, then like everyone felt this way, which is just like, um, I don't think Cub Swanson won, but I don't, you know, it's nice to see him win. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I don't think he won, but I agree. I love to see Cub win. You I know? agree. He's such a fan favorite and such a gamer and whatnot. Um, okay, so the main event was Vicente Luque versus Rafael dos Anjos. Um, and Vicente Luque, man, he looked good, dude. I know a lot of people are giving him criticism, saying that he was like laying and praying him on the fence, uh, already on the fence. Um, which in some ways he was, but I felt like he was just put on a really dominant performance. And also, like, who's gonna like you know talk bad about like this dude had a brain bleed like to the point where like he could die and like he also knew that if he took too much damage way less than most fighters would have they would have called the fight with you know with uh the intention of thinking that like to save him at least like from having another brain injury and whatnot so he was just taking the smarter route like okay don't take too much damage hold him up against the fence do as much as i can because if he puts any real pressure on me they're gonna call the fight so i need to play this in a safe yeah a yeah, safe, told him already. They already told him, "Hey, yeah, we're gonna call this fight. If you get hurt, we're we're not letting you take too many punches." Well, they're not gonna let him go out there like Cub Swanson and yeah. like take a beating. You know yeah. what I mean? They're gonna give him like a third of that. Yeah. And uh, RDA, I was said it when I was watching the fight, but RDA just kept pushing him against the fence and then getting reversed. And I think it was DC that said it. Something about like him, um, just like Vicente Luque is a real one seventy pound guy yeah, mm-hmm. and rda you know he's jumped jumped back and forth he's a tweener um and i just don't think he had the power against luke i think yeah, he no. thought he um could could pull positions and do positions because maybe he thought he was stronger but he just well, he didn't have the power to do it you know yeah. luke just every position that rda put him in he just reversed it and it wasn't even just like a hard battle it was like really easy push yeah. me up against the yeah. fence just turn mm-hmm. it you know, get at me on the ground. I just, I'm on top now. Like, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, um, Vicente Luque fought the fight in the fight. Yeah. He, I feel like he, even if he was like grinding him against the fence, I feel like he was doing the better work, anyways. Out, yeah. uh, off the fence, I didn't anyways. Think it was uh, dude, it was a, it was a good fight. Luque fought the fight in the fight. And yeah, I like, I would have done the same thing if they told me, hey, if you get hurt, we're going to stop the fight quicker than we're going to, than you think. And, yeah. and so I respect that. You know, he's smart. I respect the doctor saying him that. And he fought a smart fight. Because you don't know, you know, what's going to happen with his brain. He gets hit one too many times. I feel that, you know, he after this, he's going to probably get some examin- examinations on his brain and you know, all that stuff to make sure everything's good. Because he did, he did take some shots. But he's a, he's a tough SOB. So I think that he'll be fine after this. They're just gonna have yeah. to keep testing him. They're, they're probably not gonna give him the time he wants to recover. No. Uh, and going forward, but you know he's not gonna make. He's not be a top five guy anymore. He's not. He won't be able to deal deal with those top five guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and it sucks. Yeah. His his time has passed him, but he's always gonna be an entertaining fighter. Yeah, it's always yeah. gonna be fun to watch him, dude. Uh, yeah. And he's just a likable guy. Dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but. That was all for that card. Um, it was fun. I'd suggest you guys even watching some of the prelims. Some of the prelim fights are good. Yeah. Um, that was fun. All right, so let's talk about Tough 31. Um, this week it was... The last episode Rico, of the season. Rico De, De Scully? Can you read that? I can't even see that. De Chilio. I think it's De, De, De Chilio. I think it's De Chilio. 
I think it's Decilio. Okay, so they had Rico Decilio versus um, God, what was that guy's name? Was it Mondo? No, it was Mondo. No, it's Cody. Cody Gibson. Oh yeah, it's Cody Gibson. Yep. <laughs> um, and Rico, for those who did not watch, um, did pretty good at the very start attacking Cody's legs because he had some bum knees at the time, so he's he's lighting them up. He did pretty decent on the feet, and then he got a little overzealous. And uh, he tripped over his own foot, like, face-planted. And then Cody jumped on him, and it was a wrap. Like, Cody... And again, I can't take that away from... Oh, sorry. I think that was really the downfall for Rico. I think maybe if he didn't trip, maybe he could have put up a better fight, a longer fight. Who knows? Cody still could have won. But I do think that that trip ultimately led him to pretty much instantly losing the way he did. But I can't take Cody's fight away from him, because Cody manhandled him. Would yep. not let him get up. He had his way with Rico. Just yep. wrecked him on the ground. Yeah. Just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, like, there's, there's not there's, much to yeah, say. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there, yeah, yeah, he made a mistake. I get it. I think he was a little bit... I think we talked about it. He was being over a little bit overzealous. He, he stepped wrong. It looked like he like twisted his ankle, but he stepped wrong and he face-planted. Cody got his back and that was, you know, done. Done deal. Just took his back and just started like, um, started just like punching him, like landing good blows, elbows, and then he tried to choke him out a few times. And it felt like he had no way of getting out. Like he just, he was on his back and nothing. Rico was just like, was trying, but he just couldn't find a way to get away from Cody. And it was kind of like, okay, well, dude, I, I get it, but you're not trying to. You're not avoiding any of the stuff that Cody is doing either. You know, I feel like regardless, no, he, was he was gonna lose that fight. And, and, and Cody be. had a bum knee. Yeah, know? I'm surprised they didn't stop it a little bit earlier because Rico was getting wailed on by Cody, and he wasn't really doing anything. Yeah, he was just kind of covering up. Yeah. And the fight, for those again who didn't see it, ended with Cody choking out Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, Cody just had his way with him, bro. And like I said before, too, like again, we don't really fully know Rico. You know. Cody could have gotten to that point and done that to him at any point. Yeah. I just do believe that that trip led to a, at least a very faster yeah, yeah. demise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I can't take it away from Cody, yep. dude. Cody put him, he put, he put work in. On Rico. Yeah. So Cody, Cody, you'll see, in, he, Cody's in a fight, um, Brad Katona for the, uh, this weekend. This weekend for the championship, for, for the, the tough band, championship. Right. And then also, uh, Kurt Hullaba against Austin Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> So I think, yeah, I think Austin's gonna win that, and I hate to say this, but I think that um, Rakatona's gonna win. Let's that. go, Brad! Uh, I, hate, I hate that. Team McGregor, let's that, go! And the thing is that McGregor's gonna take credit for that when it was actually Michael Chandler's guy. It's just that he's uh, he's faithful to SBG for some reason, so he's just like, yeah, I want to go to Team because Connor he's with now. SBG, bro. No, he's literally faithful yeah. to them because that's his team. So of course he'd be faithful to them. Yeah. But. You get better training for Michael Chandler in a week than you do from SPG. But that's it's neither here nor there. All right. So this week there's not too many news updates, but there's kind of a big one. Um, uh, there have been two new rules um, that have been... It says the ABC made two new rules that will impact the UFC at their meeting last week. Um, so the first rule is fighters will have access to a cut man after being cut by a foul or accidental headbutt. 
Uh, typically, fighters do not have access to any of these guys until the round is over. Um, so that's kind of big, man. It's kind of huge, like to get like people in there to check you out, clear you up, to see to to fix you up, to see how bad the injury is. Yeah, yeah. Typically, you just would have to wait it out. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Hopefully, they're able to put some. God forbid on it happens there. like in the first second of the round. Yeah. You know. Hopefully they're able to put some vasting on there and stuff like that, and to stop the bleeding. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it, I think it helps. I think it helps the fighters a lot. It's a big, 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 big benefit for them. Mm. Yeah. And the second rule is fighters will have more time to recover from eye pokes before being examined by a doctor. I like this. This one's really big because this specifically actually happened with Chris Curtis a couple weeks ago. Because Chris Curtis got poked in the eye um, by. Um, the guy that Sean Strickland beat, I can't think yeah. of his name right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's Ibavov or something. Ibavov. Yeah. Um, and he got poked in the eye, and he said he couldn't see. And um, but he asked for a couple more minutes. He's like, "Please just give me another minute." Yeah. Jason Herzog, of course, you know, can't give him an extra minute. He's yeah. got to stop the fight if yeah. he can't see. Um, and so with this new rule, if you come in and you say, you know, the ref says, "Hey, how's your eye doing? It's been only two minutes." You say, hey, I, I still can't see. He still has to give you the full five minutes, the remainder, the three mm-hmm. minutes of that yep. of that extra five. And he can come back again and check to see how your eye's doing. Yeah. And you can also um, get cold compressions on oh, your yes, eye yes, 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 while you're yes. waiting, too, so, which is great. It's a, um, it's, a, it's a good benefit. Yeah, I, I think this rule is huge, like you said, because of what happened with Chris Curtis. Yeah, it just you know, he, he just said, like, you give him one minute. And I feel like he should, regardless, he should get his five minutes, regardless. If he, if the doctor checks him and he's like, hey, you see it? Like, I can't see right now, but I need give me like one more minute. I'll like, be fine. The rest of my five. Just give him give him the rest of his time. Give him the rest of his time before the doctor says, no, 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 we can't give him more. Because that's the rule anyways. He gets five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't want to see the doctor. Give me my five minutes. After the five minutes, we'll see the doctor. Yeah. That's it. That, that's what I would have said. I said, no, 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 I don't want to see the doctor. The rule says I get five minutes. I don't want to see the doctor until the five minutes are done. Yeah. After that, you make your decision. Uh, and just to clarify this information that I am uh, reading from is from Bloody Elbow. <clears throat> this is not my own information. Yeah, and they're very is, reliable. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just just giving them credit because I'm not trying to sound like I'm plagiarizing. Yeah, no, no. Um, and one of the things they wrote is with this rule, it says first officials give poked fighter a cold compress, uh, could give the poked fighter a cold compress that they can put on their eye, um, give them some time to recover for 90 seconds. Um, that, again, that's huge. You know, mm-hmm. Typically that stuff happens at the end of the round. Um, so that's huge, man. That'll be really exciting, especially because, like, you know, eye pokes can be so detrimental, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think these are going to be huge changes. I think this will be interesting to see. I wonder if they'll implement any of these uh, in 292. Hopefully none of this stuff happens that they have to implement. Yeah, but if it does, I'll be interested to see if they do. Yep. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say this weekend is because we just watched the, um, the fight um, press conference. But uh, Ian Gary... And Neil Magny were having a back and forth. It wasn't even really a back and forth. It was just Ian Gary. Um, but I guess it's not even a guess. I know Neil Magny in the press conference basically said um, that there are levels to ass whoopings, and there's a difference between like ass whooping a high school kid versus ass whooping like um, a younger kid, so that they understand how life works or whatever it was. To the degree he's basically saying that like you know. To keep your kids in line, to punish them, not to punish them, but to, you know, I can't think of the right words right now. It was basically just saying that, like, he was going to be like a dad and, and make sure he gives the kid an ass whooping. Yeah, I guess making, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Nothing that I don't think is really out of line. Maybe today it is, but Ian Gary and um, some headlines I've seen have really, in my opinion, taken this out of context. Ian Gary during the press conference said that, uh, what's his name, can't talk, he's abusive. Oh, he didn't, sorry, it's, I, it's, I'll take that back. I, he did not say he was abusive. I will take that back because that is, he no. did not say that specifically, but that was fully what he was alluding to. <laughs> so let me, let me rephrase that. He did not specifically say that. But um, he basically said he would never lay a hands on a child. How dare you? You should be disgusted that you would lay a hands on a child. Which is like how you said, it's just stupid, dude. It's silly, man. Like it's 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 taken out of context, and it was a, it was clearly a joke. It was clearly a joke of him saying like, "Almost thank you, like it's like my kid." Yeah, it it it's it's a joke. Um, you know, and it, it's like, I don't know. It's just silly. I feel that it's getting taken getting, getting taken out of context, and Ian Geary is focusing on something he shouldn't be focusing on, as far as his fight. Like, oh, I think he's just trying to find something to yell at Neil Magny for. And it's just silly at this point. Like, okay, dude, I, I I get what he said, but he didn't mean that he he didn't mean that he beat his kid just because he says I give you a spanking like he gives his kid. It, it, he could just said that to say that just to be funny. And I, I thought it, I thought it was a joke. I was like, yeah, it's funny. But that's it. Yeah, you know, I don't think he meant it. I'm like, I don't think I don't think he meant that. Oh, I'm gonna beat you like I beat my kid. No. It's a joke, man. It's it's <laughs> you talking smack. It. It's it's whatever, man. But the way that like Ian Geary is just like grabbing onto that and just running with it. I was like, dude, that is the wrong thing to run with because it's just it's just untrue. It's untrue. It's you just know? not the way And Neil Magny's a good guy. I, yeah. what was really surprising is I've never seen Neil Magny really get pissed. But once Neil Magny or once Ian yeah, Gary kinda started bringing mentioning it up. his he, kids he, basically. Yeah, well he brought it up like two or three times. Well he said like how dare you put your hands on your kids or do this and yeah. blah 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 and then I've never seen Magny, Magny get like, mad. He's say, like don't ever mention my kids. Yeah. yeah. Which again, yeah. respect to that. Like yeah. dude, like that's not what he meant. Yeah. I mean, it's like a joke. Like no, no, it's just it's dumb. It was yeah. taken out of context. Yeah. Actually, I don't even want to say it was taken necessarily out of context. I think that Ian Gary saw an opportunity to um, maybe sell the fight more, or to make Gary look, or to make Neil Magny look bad, and he just ran with it. I think that's just what it was. Yeah. Like, yes, what Neil Magny said, maybe the way he phrased it was kind of a controversial statement, but. He didn't say he was going to go beat him like he beats his kids. Like how how people and Ian Gary are trying to phrase it. Like he said that. So yeah. uh, I just thought that was interesting. Other than that, there's not really any fighter news. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. So let's go to the 292 Aljamain Sterling versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, only reason I want to go talk about the some of the prelims is because... Uh, we have Cody Gibson versus Brad Katona mm-hmm. and Kurt Hullaba versus uh, Austin Hubbard on there, yeah. which is something that we were just kind of both talking about, which is, is funny because back in the old days, like tough, the season finales would be on the main card. It would be an event. Yeah, it would be like, the, the, it would be called UFC Bola Tough Finale. I mean, it'd be UFC Vegas 507 Tough Finale. Yeah. You know? And they're on the prelims now. And yep. it's like early prelims. Yeah, it's like the third fight in. That's when mm-hmm. it starts. And so, uh, yeah. just thought that was kind of interesting. Thing we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not too many people on the other card. Yeah, is, is this going to be a good card? Because I see uh, KGB here, Natalia Sylvia, uh, Natalia, yeah, Sylvia, and then I also like uh, Gerald Mercerat and um, Andre Petrovsky. I like Petros- those two guys. Petrovsky. Uh, obviously the tough season. Robocop is fighting. Yeah. 
love Robo. Oh, Brad Tavares is fighting Chris Weidman. Um, is there anything you want to talk about on the prelims before we um, go to the main card? No, you know what's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, well, you know what? Let me t- let me touch on the finale, Puran, and then uh, Petrovsky, Puran. So yeah, so I feel that the Petrovsky fight, it's gonna be it's it's a good fight. I feel like this is gonna be a pretty decent measuring stick for him, just because Gerald Gerald Murchard is like Daniel Craig, be were um I'm sorry Paul Craig. Where he could take a beating and then come back and make miraculous comebacks. Um, so I think Petrovsky, as long as he pushes the pace, he'll be fine. And as long as he doesn't make like any mental mistakes, he'll be fine. It sounds like, oh yeah, it's just it's common sense. I get it. But when you're tired, your your fight IQ goes out the door. You know? It's like flight or fight. Yeah. So I'm taking Petrovsky on that one, but okay. I feel like this is a good measuring stick from because Gerald Morshard has been in there with some dogs, and he's won against some uh, big boys. And I think that this is going to be a good fight for Petrovsky to see where he's actually at. Is I he going to be able to put away the guy, or at least beat the guy that it's hard to put away, or they could surprise you anytime? I agree. I actually like Andre. I liked him oh, off I like of him, um, yeah. whatever he season fighter, he was yeah. off of the fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little sad because he doesn't fight as often as I would kind of like him to. Yeah. It's been almost like. Not almost. It's been about seven months since the last yeah. time he fought. Um, I think he's a good contender. Um, I think he had a lot of hype um, on him when he first came in. I think he's died a little bit. Um, but I hope he fights more. I like him. But I agree. It's a good measuring stick. Out of everybody he's fought um, so far in the UFC, I think that Gerald holds the most weight in terms of his name. Yeah. Um, and it'll be a fun one to watch. I think yep. Andre will, will win that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. Um Next, I, th- I want to talk about Brad Cardona fight against Cody Gibson. Yeah, um, that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good fight. Um, yeah. I saw improvements in Brad Cardona. I can't say much about oh, is Cody. He Canadian? Yeah, he's Canadian, Brad? but he, yeah, he's oh, Canadian, okay. but he spent most of his time in Ireland, I think. But um, yeah, uh, I saw a major improvement for Brad Cardona, uh, in the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, Cody Gibson. I can't really talk about him just because. He had that bum knee, and having a bum knee is huge. I don't think he had it in his first fight, though. He did. He's, he did? Uh, yeah, I think he heard it right before his first fight. Damn, that sucks yeah. to have it on the so, Ultimate Fighter house. Yeah, though. I believe it was well, right won, before. Because so. I think that's why they pushed that fight back, too. I think no, they, had, he, they had one fight pushed back because the guy had, had like herpes on his face. Okay. Not herpes, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, issue. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. How much Cody Gibson has improved because you know he couldn't he couldn't fight like he regularly does, so I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you. And, I mean, but I, I like Cody. Yeah. Well, I like Cody Gibson. I like him. I, I like him. I've always liked him. I feel like Brad Cardona like kind of burned out towards the end of his UFC career the first time his, his UFC run. Yeah. Uh, but he did look improved. I like Cody Gibson, man. But something in my gut is telling me to take Brad Cardona. Well, so see, just because yeah. I'm like, ugh. But as right now. As we're recording this, I'm gonna take Brad Katona just mm-hmm. simply because of the improvements that I've seen. But I hope that Cody Gibson wins, just because I don't want Conor McGregor's boys to win. Um, I am gonna also take Brad. I don't think Cody's a bad fighter. I think he's a good fighter, and yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he came in and he beat Brad. Well, I'm still gonna take Brad because I also want Conor to win. Um, Conor for life, bro. That's mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the next fight we had, and we probably wanted to talk about, was Kurt Hullabaugh versus yep. Austin Hubbard. 
man, this is going to be a fun fight to watch. At least it should be. On paper, it should be yeah. a fun fight to watch. Mm-hmm. I think Austin Hubbard wins this fight against Kurt. Yeah. But, again, wouldn't surprise me if Kurt took this fight. Yep. Um, that was his best. I'm telling you, that fight the, for the other fighter finale was the best. He fought. Uh, oh, Jason Knight. Hick Diaz. He, he looked so good in that fight. That's the best he's ever looked. Best that he's ever looked. It, it blew my mind how good he looked. I was like, who, who is this guy fighting? Because yeah. I thought Jason Knight was a piece of money. And he beat the brakes off of Jason Knight. Dude. Jason Knight didn't look too bad in the first round. But yeah, it's like, it's like how you said. I, I think Kurt at some point smelled blood in the water. I mean, yeah. he was like, this is my time to attack. Yeah. And he, he did flawlessly, and he beat uh, Jason Knight. And, um, you know, uh, Austin Hubbard should win this, but it'll be yeah. a good fight. Honestly, both fights, both of the, the scenes uh, they're gonna be entertaining. on paper should yeah. be really good. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they are as good, but yeah. So I'm going to pick Brad Katona and Austin Hubbard. I'm assuming we're both, yeah. as of right now, on the yeah. same page. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um. The only other one I'd want to talk about prelim-wise is just Chris Weidman, you know, because he's just coming back. Yeah. Um, he's going to be versing Brad Tavares, which is... It's going to be interesting how, how he uh, looks after, like, two years. He said that the first thing he's going to do is to snap a leg kick as hard as he can, just so <laughs> his own... He said for his own mental... Yeah. ...to show himself that, like, I can do this and it's not going to break. Yeah. Like, for my own, like, to get that fear out of the way. And that'd be interesting, because, yeah. oh, my God, can you imagine if it happens again just right there? <laughs> I would never fight again. I would be like, no, this is over. Yeah. Um... I think Chris Weidman should win. You know, Chris Weidman's a really good fighter. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, you know, it's been two years. It's so weird though. It's only been two years. Yeah. It feels like it's been like five. Like yeah, it, it does. Feels like it he's does. been gone right. forever. And he's. In, I think he's forty-one now. I can believe that. Let me see. I believe so. Forty, forty-one, thirty-nine. Oh, thirty-nine. Never mind. He's, like, he's almost there. I'm a liar. Um, yeah. But that'll be a fun fight. I'm excited to see him fight. Uh, in general, it's been a long time, so. You know, yeah, hopefully be interesting, man. he does well. I, as much as I want to take Chris Weidman, man, Brad Tavares is a motherfucker, dude. That's a, that's a hard one to come back to. Yeah. I was just thinking that. I was like, wow, what a fight to come back to, yeah. honestly. Because Brad Tavares is, is a gamer, dude. He mm-hmm. is no joke. Um, <laughs> he lost the three kills on the goal. Mm-hmm. And Bruno Silva. Bruno Silva again. You see? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's a gamer, dude. I, and I think in the Bruno Silva fight, he just got tired. Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, because he was winning the first round, I believe. Yeah, because yeah. he was he was clapping, and yeah. I think he just—that's one thing he that got Brad Tavares doesn't. Hurt him. Yeah, no. that was one thing that Brad doesn't. He doesn't preserve his energy very well, like or at least he didn't in that fight. He he got he gassed really fast, and then yeah, it said he yeah. got hit by a knee, and then yeah. that's where it ended. Um, I, I would probably take Brad on this one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right, so let's talk about the main card. First card, sorry, first fight on the event is Marlon Vera. Cheeto Vera versus Pedro Munoz. Um, this was supposed to be Cheeto versus um, what's his name, Hunter Suda. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, that got canceled a while ago. Yeah, because um, he got hurt. This is gonna be a fun fight. I think Cheeto wins this fight. I can't really imagine a way where Pedro would win this, other than probably just outpointing him. Yeah, it's just because I'm. I'm just slow, bro. That's my that's my concern that he's gonna start slow and he's not gonna pick up the pace in time. That's, That's what happens. You know, and I feel like he needs to pick up the pace a little bit, fa- a little bit faster, just because you can't be doing that with everybody, man. And Pedro yeah, Munoz no. is a he's well, fast with three rounds. And that dude is yeah. Rounds. And that dude's fast. And that dude knows. Yeah, his fight IQ is really good. He'll rack up numbers really quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, he, I, I thought he was on his way to beat um Sean O'Malley. 
He was before he got poked in the eye. To me, so crazy. Dicks. You know, he, he was finding a smart fight. He was finding the fight that he needed to fight. So I'm I, taking that was Tito a Vera. fight, bro. I had money on on Sean. Yeah. And when and when Pedro was like, "Oh my eye," I was like, "Oh, thank you, Pedro." <laughs> Save me that money it, right there, dude. It's funny because um, I feel like I feel I'm gonna take Vera, but I'm not like it's super true. confident in it. Just because Pedro Muji is one of those fighters that could surprise you. It, I really is going to come down to how active uh, Cheeto is. Yeah, because Pedro true. Pedro will put up numbers. He'll yeah. put up numbers so fast and put mm-hmm. Cheeto so far behind. Yeah, I don't think Pedro will knock him out. I think Pedro will outpoint the shit out of him. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the same thing. It's kind of interesting. It's a little bit varying, but it's the same thing I was telling Amanda earlier that uh, if Cheeto and Sean fought again, I would almost even think that Sean could win that fight. Because I think that he could do the same thing Pedro would do. Just yep. put numbers up. Like, Cheeto would be a little bit slower. I think he has a better chance of knocking Sean out than he does Pedro, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think Sean would probably just put the numbers up and um, outpoint him. But I'm going to go Cheeto, too. But it wouldn't really surprise me if Pedro outpointed him in this fight. Yeah. Um, next one, we have Mario Batista versus Damon Blackshear. Um Demond Blashear fought last week. He was the third guy in the UFC to twister. get a twister. Um, crazy that he just stepped up. I was talking to you, Remo, about how this dude went from fighting in the prelims of a fight night to now being on a pay-per-view main card. Um, yep. Wow. And like, in just a span of a week. And if he gets this, it'll be the record of the fastest turnaround uh, yep. fight win. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamza had it and two, it was at two weeks, two weeks the difference. Um, I'm going to take Mario on this one. I like Mario a lot. Especially, it's hard for me to pick the guy that comes in on a week notice. Uh, um, I would, if it was any, I think if it was anybody else but Mario, I think I would have taken Blackshear. Um, because wait, what do you mean? If there was anyone else but Mario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because Blackshear, he, yeah, he just fought last week, but he's in shape. One, mm-hmm. he's, he's short notice, yeah, but he's been kind of training this whole time. That's so fair. it's really like seven days of just, just like, like the next guy. Yeah, yeah, just like hey, can you step up? He probably had like two or three days of like not doing squat. Yeah, and then like oh shoot, how badly can you be yeah, off? Of exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, but Mario Batista. And I doubt it was just like a week. I'm sure. I'm sure he probably got. I'm sure Dana probably said something to him maybe could've. at the conference. Yeah, could have. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Mario Batista is his wrestling solid. His takedown yeah. defense is solid. His striking solid. He's very well rounded, man. I really like this kid. I like um, too. he's been hurt a couple times, like, but he's been able to, like, his fight. You can tell a lot by a fighter when he gets hurt and the way he recovers, and he, or the way he allows himself to recover. And I feel like Mario Batista is one of those guys that, yeah, he could be hurt. He's been hurt a couple times, but he's been he's also been very good about recovering in in in, yeah. in the way he does it. I agree. Um, he's a fun fighter. To watch so he's too. gonna be easy to take down. He hits hard. He's very calculated. His boxing is really solid. So. I'm gonna take Mario Batista on that one. I'm gonna take Mario as well. Yeah, he's a fun fighter to watch, man. I yeah. like him a lot. It sucks that him and Sean are training mates. Nah. Mario's so cool. He seems like yeah. such a humble, nice, kind dude. Yep. Um. All right. So the next fight we have was Neil Mag. Not we have, but is Neil Magny versus Ian Machado Gary. Um. I think Gary's gonna win this fight. I think this is a good test, though. I think it's a good step up because you know he just beat Daniel Rodriguez. Neil Magny also beat Daniel Rodriguez, so it just makes sense that he would then fight the guy. That beat the guy that he last fought. Um, Neil's a crafty vet. Neil never ceases to amaze me. When he wins the fights he shouldn't win and loses the ones he does, um, he should. Um, excuse me, he shouldn't. Um, I believe this is Ian Gary's fight to lose. 
but it won't. It would surprise me if Neil snaked out a win on this one. To be honest with you, he's a crafty vet. He's been around yeah, forever. Yeah, he is. He is. It's it's, and I think a lot of people have that same opinion. Like, hey, this should be a winnable fight for Ian Gary. It should be his fight, but don't count Neil Magny out. Just don't sleep on Neil because he, he's a very crafty uh, veteran. Uh, everybody's saying that, and I agree. Like every time I see Neil Magny against it, like an up and comer, I was like, ah, why? Yeah. Like, why do you have to make this so difficult for me? Because Neil Magny is not an easy guy to put out. I think he's only been put out twice: once choked out, and once TKO'd. And that happened like five years ago. I mean, so I feel that no, he was uh, he's tough. Triangle choked out by Gilbert Burns. Yeah, Gilbert Burns. Yeah, but I'm saying like TKO though. Mm-hmm. TKO. He was uh, TKO. I like look at the guys he's losing. Like, uh, Rachmanov and yeah, then Gilbert Sha- Burns yeah. and then oh, that's grappling. No, yeah, TKO, Michael Chiesa. Ponzinibbio. Ponzinibbio TKO him right? I think I saw that. Yeah, punch. Yeah. So it's like yeah. the guys he's losing to are pretty high guys, but then also yeah. wins against Li Jingliang. Yeah, that like was Robbie true. Lawler, Max mm-hmm. Griffin, Jeff Neal, yep. Daniel Rodriguez, Phil yep. Rowe. Like these are also guys. Yep. So would it surprise me if he won? No, yep. but he probably will lose to Ian Gary. But mm-hmm. Neil's he's no joke. You can't sleep on yep. him. Yep, not at all. Um, well, I'm going Ian Gary, but he's yeah. just fight to lose. That's definitely one that, like money wise, I won't put any money on because it's it's going to be way yep. too. Coin toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming events gonna be Wei Li Zhang or Zhang Wei Li. I don't really know which one because the Zhang China Wei. they put them differently. Yeah, yeah. first last name first, first name last. Uh, versus Amanda Lemos. Um, this was a late minute replacement. Um, well, not too late. No, no, it wasn't too late. No, no, it wasn't. No, late. Actually, I take it back. It's like a month yeah. or two. Actually, I think yeah, well, it's maybe a good more. enough. Yeah, notice. yeah, yeah. Um, but sorry, this was a replacement though. Um, I'm gonna take Wei Li on this one. I just think Wei Li legitimately like she she's the one that when i watch her fight put it in my brain that like a lot of these chinese fighters they move legitimately like precision robots bro <laughs> like i'm not even joking like and, but it's specifically Wei Li that i'm talking about but like she's kind of like opened my eyes to it but she moves like a robot that is programmed to be her bro she's so good she's very fast she hits really hard she can take a lot of damage. She's a very well-rounded fighter. I don't see her losing this fight. Um, but, you know, any anytime I've ever... I told you this at the gym. Anytime I've ever been like, I'm going to bet the house on this fighter. Yeah. They lose. So, yeah. um, you know, anything can happen. Amanda Lamos isn't a bad fighter. You know? She hits hard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird that she's on a two-fight win streak because she got a title fight, but I guess the division is very shallow right now. Um... I think Zhang Wei is gonna win it. Uh, I think she hits harder. I feel that she's more of a tactician. I feel like she's more precision. Uh, she has more precision. She's more precise with her punches, and she could wrestle. She could. Her defense is good. Like, she's very well rounded, and I think that she can control the fight and take the fight where she wants it. And I think that's the biggest difference. Like she can control the fight. She can control the tempo. She can have the fight wherever she wants it. So I think that Zhang Weili is going to be the 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 winner of this one. I think she's the defender yeah. belt. Yeah. I think so without too. doubt. Um <clears throat> I agree with you on the um the statement about Amanda Lemos being a little bit weird because she was just on a two fight win streak. But I think it also comes down to there's probably other contenders that actually have a shot to beat Weili that probably didn't want to fight her right now. Um like not 
super late notice, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Quayley's gonna win this fight. But we'll see. You know. And uh, the main event here is Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. Um, man, this is rough. I was just telling you because I just watched the press conference that like I've never hated Aljamain by any means. I've always been critical of him. Um, obviously, I don't like the way he got the belt originally, but I do think that he redeemed himself by fighting and beating Piotr Jan in the second fight. So that's kind of been nullified. Other than that, I, I don't really like some of his comments that he's made outside of fighting. Um, other than that, I think he's a great fighter. You know what I mean? Um, this is the one time, actually, that I feel like I might be a fan of Aljo because one, I, I do want him to beat Sean. And in a weird way, I feel kind of bad for him. Um, he was getting booed like crazy at the Boston press conference. Um, a lot of people don't like him. Um, and to a degree, understandably, I understand. Um, but uh, I have always rooted against Aljo, but this time I really hope he wins. And I was telling you at the gym too, the one time I'm really rooting for him, he's, he's going he's gonna to screw yeah, him. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking yeah. the same thing when you told me that. I was like, dude, the one time I want Aljo to win, I was like, I can't have Sean O'Malley win a belt. Sean's gonna it's like, TKO it's him in three yeah, seconds, bro. It, dude, bro, it's T-bagging. gonna be the Conor McGregor, the Conor McGregor, Jose, uh, Jose Aldo. Aldo thing. Oh my god! Yeah, it's exactly. What's and you're right, too. he's a teabag him afterwards, just because it, it, he's just that kind of dude tool. Yeah. Uh, I think Aljo has proven that he could actually, not actually, but that he could. He deserves to be considered the champ. Um, even though I still don't like how he got the belt, because I always tell you like that one fight confidence like certain things like make just for some reason is a mental thing and make it makes like a fighter yeah fighters better and i think that that the dq championship win that he had i think it, it did something to his head and it, it just made him take that extra step and i think that he is a, a better fighter than sean o'malley sean o'malley's striking is yes. really good and precise but i feel that Aljo will have an answer for for whatever Sean O'Malley throws at him. Yeah, I don't care what Sean O'Malley's been doing. Oh, I've been doing this to, uh, you know, for wrestling, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I, he, he submitted Takanori Gomi, but Takanori Gomi is older than dirt. Um, yeah. So it's one of those things, too. I think Takanori Gomi is, like, almost... He's in his 40s, I think. And you see the way he was moving in that fight, too? He looked really stiff. And again, oh. that's not uh, Takanori Origami. Takanori Gomi, yeah. Um, again, to be fair, he's older. But he was moving really stiff in that fight, you know. Um, Takanori Gomi is a pride vet, dude. And, and all the yeah. pride vets, they don't have just miles on it. That's like a lemon at that point. Yeah. Like, it's just bad. Like, they, Shogun Hua, he, that dude, what, I think at 24, 25, went through, like, the biggest and hardest tournament in, in pride and won it. Oh, that was a different it, time, it's, bro. It, it was, was just a different, different time, so. Takanori Gomi has some mileage on him. Yep. He was so good when he was uh, younger and all that stuff. He was like unbeatable. Um, but you know, you tell me, oh, he's mm-hmm. a beat of Takanori Gomi. I was like, okay, cool, whatever, man. Yeah, okay. yeah. It would be really hard for me to believe that Sean uh-huh. could hit him with like a triangle choke if yeah. it was him and his prime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see, man. I hope Aljo wins, man. I really, really, really hope Aljo wins. You and me both. Um, but we'll see. I'll probably be severely disappointed yeah. on Saturday. Let's um, hope not. Let's go through the main card again. Okay. Uh, Marlon, Cheeto, Vera versus Pedro Munoz. We're both going to take Cheeto. Yep. Um, 
Mario Batista versus Damon Blashier. Both going to take Mario. Mm-hmm. Neil Magny versus Ian Machado Gary. Both going to take Ian Gary. Yeah. Uh, Zhang Wei Lee versus Amanda Lemos. We're both going to take Wei Lee mm-hmm. for the main event. Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. We're both going to take Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. And we're for the finale, we're both taking Katona uh-huh. and Austin Hubbard. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, that's going to be it for us this week. Make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram and X. Where that's where we're going to be posting our picks. I think this week I'm pretty locked in. I'm pretty positive I'm not going to change my picks this yeah. week. But if we do, you know, that's the, one of the reasons to follow us on our social media so you can see right away if we um, uh, have them changed. I'm going to try my best to get this up Friday night, but it seems like I've been consistently being able to put them up at Saturday at 8.30 a.m. Yep. Um, but I'm going to try to get it up this Friday. But yeah, um, thanks for coming, guys. Do you have anything else you want to say before I stop? No, I'm good. Uh, thanks for coming. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.